Hey guys, this is Jesse with DeesGhost.com. In this episode, we're going to hear and talk about some first-hand experiences of the paranormal. Hello guys, this is Jesse again with DeesGhost.com and today we're going to, our first paranormal story is Doppelganger. So here it starts. Late at night, I usually go into the bathroom multiple times, but for the past four days, every time I go to leave, I can see myself still standing in the mirror and from the corner of my eye. It is like the other me is watching me leave the bathroom. It terrifies me to the point where I almost run out without looking directly into the mirror. I never told my husband about it because I didn't want to acknowledge it out loud. So earlier today, I took a nap while in our bed while he sat in the chair next to it watching TV. When I woke up, he told me that he had seen me sit up and crawl backwards to the edge of the bed and stand up in front of our bedroom door from the corner of his eye. He thought it was weird that I had got up like that because I'm in the last month of my pregnancy and I can't really move so good without it hurting. So he tried talking to me. When I didn't answer, he looked at the door to find me not there and still sleeping in bed. I got really creeped out. I finally told him about what I had been seeing in the bathroom. He thought it was creepy as well, but didn't really want to talk about it anymore because he thinks it will give him whatever its power or energy. I have no idea what it wants or why we both saw it. That is a great story. Imagining something like that and watching your significant other um, get up and crawl backwards like that um, alone that would be super, super creepy. Here, our next story is somewhere in Germany, haunted hotels. So when I was 15, I traveled to Europe with my family. We stayed there in Germany in a small inn for a few nights. My parents had a double bed on the second floor. My sisters had a double bedroom next to theirs. And I was lucky enough to have a single room all to myself at the far end of the hall. When we went to check in our rooms, as soon as I entered the hallway, our rooms were ready. I remember almost feeling as though I walked into a wall of bad energy. I just felt so unnerved and uneasy in that hallway. But I passed it off as an overactive imagination. I slept the first night without any, any issues other than waking up a few times. The next morning at breakfast, one of my sisters mentioned feeling really uncomfortable in the hallway, almost as if the air was crushing. 
it unnerved me even more that I wasn't the only one who felt weirded out. Plus, she was an adult at the time, so it further commended in my head that that wig of a hotel was odd. But later that night, I'm finally sleeping peacefully when about 2 a.m. I'm woken by something ripping the covers off me and being jerked about two feet towards the end of the bed by my ankle. At first, I thought somebody had broken into my room because when I turned towards what I, what had grabbed me, a huge looming black shape was visible in the darkness, like a man was in my room. I frantically flipped on the light only to have there been nothing there. The window was locked from the inside. There was no one in the closet or the bathroom and my room was also locked from the inside. So I stayed up the rest of the night scared playing Cookie Mama on my DS. So the next morning we're at breakfast and my sister mentions that she was up half the night because she thought she saw a person silhouetted against the wall of the room but when she turned on the light no one was there it was just a bizarre and creepy experience we checked it out that we checked out that day so i didn't get to experience anything after that but it still freaks me out to this day and guys i i think we all any paranormal investigator have uh, or even people we've all somewhat experienced something somewhere um, somewhat could be similar to that and you know I as a paranormal investigator though me personally I have never seen a shadow Um, I hear about teams and people all the time talking about how they heard this shadow or this Um, I've heard voices and I've had that wall of energy that you walk into Um, but otherwise than that, that, um, to somebody that's new to the paranormal, that doesn't know anything about that, put yourself in that situation. And, you know, most people would be extremely freaked out. Hi, this is Jesse again with DsGhosts.com, and first and foremost, we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast, but if you haven't had a chance to check out our website, um, we sell all kinds of ghost hunting gear, anything you can possibly need or imagine on our website, so use code RETURN for 10% off your next order. Let's get back to the ghost hunting stories. This next ghost story is titled... When I was a teenager, I used to babysit my cousin, Alyssa. She was little, maybe almost two, maybe a little older. Well, old enough to say sentences. I'm giving her a bath 
before bed when she looks out into the hallway and gets a terrified look on her face and starts crying. At this moment, my aunt's Pomeranian starts going nuts. Well, barking and growling and anything that apparently something in the hallway. The atmosphere in the room becomes uncomfortable and I started to get scared. I took her downstairs from a third floor in the townhouse to try and calm her down. I asked her what was wrong and she said along the lines of the man with the black eyes was there. When I continued to pry, she looked up at the second floor staring, her eyes getting big and looks at me, bringing her finger up to her mouth and said, shh, while shaking her head no. I lived in this house with a basement and every time I walked up the stairs I would get this weird creepy goosebumps feeling on the back of my neck. It didn't make me uneasy to go down the stairs or to be in the basement. My craft room was down there and I spent a lot of time there. After a while I would have items I was using disappear and when I looked away from them I would search and search and search and search and one day I got frustrated to no one in particular I said can I please have my scissors back I had just looked under the pile of new mail and when I turned my head there there was my scissors on the top of the pile of the mail I talked to my neighbor and she told me that the original owner of the house was a jolly old man who loved to prank people and that he had fallen coming up the stairs one day and died. I think the goosebumps were him trying to tell me to be careful. And every time after that when something would disappear I would politely ask for it back and it would appear in place. I didn't grow up much believing in ghosts. And one morning, when we were 16, when my mom, when my friend's mom picked us up for, for a carpool, I mentioned that I was really creeped out by this bathroom under the stairs in my house that no one has ever used. I couldn't exactly define why I felt this way, I just found it eerie. The house I grew up in was an old Victorian home built in the 1800s, so eerie vibes were part of the package. Hearing this reminded my friend of her own creepy bathroom association. She told me that when she lived in the German countryside for a year, there was a little section in the home that no one but her middle sister used to use, who was about nine years old at the time. During this time period, her sister would wake up with 
bloodshot eyes, sometimes even bruises, and feel totally exhausted. They did everything to investigate what was going on, including sleeping in a room, working with a child psychologist, and even a school counselor. My friend doesn't much remember much from this time period other than her sister being disturbed by something the year they had lived there. She mentioned that she and her other sister, the oldest, also hated using the bathroom because they would always feel off and find black, thin black hair stuck in the drain, even though each of them had fine blonde hair. At this point in the story, my friend's mom abruptly stopped the car and jerked her head around and said, that's where the woman who once lived there killed herself. She drowned herself in that bathtub. Her mom was clearly shaking. She said part of the reason they moved was because something felt off in the house. Here's our final ghost story for this episode. It's called The Rocking Horse. One night when I was maybe 10 or 12, I, you know, I had trouble falling asleep at the time. My bedroom was the entire top floor of our house with my bed and such being on the left side and the storage closets and the play area were on the right. Well, I was lying in bed and I heard a noise from the other side of the room and I, that's, I saw a rocking horse begin to rock. It was just sitting outside one of the storage closet doors. It proceeded to rock its way halfway across the room and then all of a sudden stopped dead right under the ceiling light. At this point I was freaking out and I just buried my head underneath my blanket and I'd never peeked out again until the morning. Well. When I woke up, the rocking horse was still in the middle of my room, and even to make things worse, I got reprimanded from my parents for being out of bed playing with my toys well past the bedtime. Well, I was okay with the reprimand because I didn't really want to tell them that the rocking horse moved on its own. Well, ghost hunters and future ghost hunters, that ends our second episode on DsGhost.com. So once again, I thank every and each one of you guys for checking out our podcast. And if you get time, go ahead and check out our website, DsGhost.com, and check out some of our gear. And don't forget to use the code RETURN for 10% off everything on the site.